2: Hey guys, it's the
1: Indie Mayhem Show, episode 102. I'm Mike Sorg, at Sorgatron on the Twitter here in the Pittsburgh PA realm in the Mayhem Studios. And, uh, and we, we do a lot of indie wrestling talk on here. I have a lot of great interviews, a great interview series we've had uh, for over 100 episodes, of course. Uh, probably almost 100 different people on the show and a lot of good discussions. Um, of course, the video producer here in the area with some local groups, Uh, represented over at IndieWrestling.us. With me from San Antonio, Texas, he represents the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling down there, which runs out of Austin. Eamon Payton at Eamon2Please on the Twitter. How you doing, man?
0: I am doing fantastic as always. So I'm glad to be back, glad talking Indie Wrestling. Uh, Yeah, I'm excited.
1: Love, you're bringing... uh... Uh, the the stylish dudes of San Antonio, they're trendy. Down. Oh,
0: look, look, my hair is is doing weird things, and I can't help it.
1: And that's why you got to be on the video version, so you can know what we're talking about there. <laughs> uh But you can check out the video, the audio, whatever version over at wrestlingmayhemshow.com. dot com. There's a lot of fantastic stuff over there. A lot of great shows. This the main Wrestling Mayhem Show wrap ups for Raw, for uh Impact Wrestling, and whatever else is going to be running here in a couple weeks here. Um, and a lot of other articles, uh, great Matt Carlin stuff, and over at IndieWrestling.us, he also does around the indies that we end up uh, kind of, uh, he keeps the ear out for us, Eamon, because we got we got a lot of stuff we're looking at, and it's great to get everybody's perspective uh, to, to get a look at what's going out there as the true alternatives to what we're seeing on TV these days. Um, so uh, this week, we got somebody on the line, and uh, he's been on my list for a while and had a really good reason to get him on. Uh, going to be starting a new school with vicious outcast wrestling. We'll get in those details in a bit but Ro- but Ryan Rain is on the line with us. I'm sorry. We're talking about Roman Reigns for the last 2 hours. So I'm all screwed up and <laughs> it's, it's understandable. late. Understandable. <laughs> that's that's going to be a yeah. horrible identity problem for you out there uh in the indies when you're running into these kids with the Roman Reigns t-shirts, right?
2: Yeah, it is, but uh you know, not the I had it first, but you know, when I when I started out, he wasn't really doing anything yet and then once he kind of caught on, it was already stuck. So I just just went with it, and you know, it is what it is. It gets misspelled all the time, but what are you gonna do? you just gonna right? tell everybody that you're related, so it's a it's a ploy to get you in.
0: There you <laughs> go. You
2: yeah, I, I have some type of Samoan in me somewhere.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that could be. I mean that could be funny. You know, at some point you'd come out and say, "Well, I am also the Rock's cousin." So so let's see where it goes. Hey, there's some Samoans in PA, so yeah there might be a connection there so
2: <laughs> other half of the state but it, it still counts <laughs> close enough close
1: enough um but anyways we like to uh you know kind of get to know who we get get on here on the show uh first of all what was kind of your earliest kind of recollection of being into uh uh, uh pro wrestling what's your earliest memory of pro wrestling
2: uh i'm actually a little a little different for people my age i mean for being twenty four i i actually didn't really watch wrestling whenever it was hot in the nineties i mean I was playing sports and it was only about, you know, seven, eight, nine at the time. So I didn't really get into it until until middle school, actually, when uh, a buddy of mine, he actually does some, some commentary for PWX, Jim LaMotta, started talking about wrestling all the time. And then actually, uh, he took me to an IWC show. Um, that was my first kind of experience with indie shows. And then, you know, we would just go all the time there. And from there, kind of took off a little bit.
1: Awesome. But did you, like, so that that was kind of your kind of look of, you know, at what point did you say, this is something that, that I could get in the ring and do myself?
2: Um, I'd say once, you know, we got a few years in to go into all the shows, I kind of got burned out on playing baseball and basketball, but, you know, still needed some type of, some type of physical thing going on. And then, you know, the more we watched, the more I felt like it was probably something I could do and, after a few years of arguing with my parents to to get them to agree, because I still wasn't eighteen, uh, I, I finally got to start training.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that experience like? Well, first, where did you train? Was it locally here in in uh, the Pittsburgh area?
2: It was, yeah. I actually trained with uh, FNW. If you'll recall, them uh, running for a while, that was uh, Corey Graves' dad. Um, I was actually trained by by Sterling or Corey or depending on what part of the country you're from. That's how you'd know him. But uh, there was a limited time where he was training people. Uh, I think the three he'll actually claim uh, would be me, Ashton Amherst, and uh, his brother, Sam Elias, or Sam Adonis, as he's known internationally now. Mm-hmm.
1: Awesome. I, and, and then how how did that kind of grow out from there? Of course, you know, you're know, probably part of the FNW thing. I know we first started, I first saw you popping up down here in the uh, Renegade Wrestling Alliance. Um, um, you know, how, how was, uh, was that transition getting out there, uh, to your first few matches?
2: Uh, it was actually, it was actually pretty rough and it was, it was mainly just a timing issue. Uh, right around the time I finished training at FNW, I had a few matches there, but, um, shortly after that, Sterling got signed, uh, and became Corey Graves and, uh, his dad didn't have much of a, a purpose left to run shows. Um, so that kind of dissolved and I was kind of just barely finished training guy floating around out there. But uh, luckily, uh, Ashton Amherst kind of took me under his wing, got me started at PWX. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really where I kind of made my name and then transitioned over to RWA and kind of been building on it since.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Uh, and so, and, and you know, let's talk about RWA for a moment. Um, I know your your name has kind of popped up there uh, a bit um, as long as I've been there. I think the, the 2010, I think I first started working with them, um, uh, coming and going a little bit. Um, what is it about that group? Of course, you know I kind of look at it. I think the crowd is, is tremendous uh, when you get in there and they get going. Um, um, what's it like to be in that kind of small, confined, uh, rabid kind of fan base that they seem to have there down in West Newton? It, it seems uh, different than everybody else that – we've seen around Pittsburgh.
2: Yeah. I love it. Uh, it's by far my favorite crowd just for, you know, my preference on wrestling styles and, uh, you know, the way I like to like to work in the ring. I mean, that crowd is, is best for me. I'm a, I'm an old school kind of guy, I guess. I mean, that's how I was taught and, you know, no one, well, I did do a few moonsaults back in the day until I got knocked out, but (laughs) you don't see me doing too many of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I like to keep it more just storytelling and old school and, and that crowd eats it up and it makes it fun, it makes it fun to be in the ring.
1: Mm-hmm. What, what's the craziest thing you've seen in front of uh, that or, uh, you know, or, or any other wrestling crowd in your travels?
2: Um, just with that crowd is just the, uh, just the passion, man, for anything. I mean, some of the shows at the beginning, you know, not, not always the best and, and these are things me and me and feel bad of, talked about before so you know I don't feel like I'm saying anything I can't but um not always the best shows not always the best stuff but man those fans didn't care they just they'd eat it up they'd be going crazy uh the one time uh for a little while there me and Ashton Amherst were actually tagging and and doing some not so great stuff and uh you know some of the fans were were outside waiting to waiting a fight and they actually had some cops there and stuff and and it was very it was very territory day-esque, mm. uh, but the tires didn't get slashed, which was a good thing.
1: It's always scarier because that's also the only group I think that I've worked around that still doesn't have guardrails, but probably very deservingly should probably have guardrails considering the close confines.
2: Yeah, if, if anyone needs them and if anyone has a crowd that's, that's likely to uh, charge the ring, it's probably them, but uh, <laughs> I think people like that, you know, that intimate kind of the right up against it kind of feel, uh, especially when Gory and Red and, and Sanjay and all those guys yeah. start flying around. Um, I, I think they enjoy that and they, they like that, you know, close knit, old school type of type of feel they have going on there.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been showing some uh, little uh, snippets from a, a video that's been uh, circulating lately about uh, your ongoing feud with Ash and Amherst. So you did mention as part of that uh, training class there with. uh uh sterling's dad and fnw and everything um so uh this has been something to say I, I remember you guys uh being together with as exclusive and uh over the years when you'll know, feel bad five or whatever iteration you guys have been together or against each other and uh this has been one thing that's interesting about rwa there's a lot of very slow burn kind of fuse that seem to happen um you guys have been kind of picking and and, and choosing spots and and doing things not necessarily like match after match after match, like you seem see at some of these Indies, uh, with, with feuds. Um, what is it like working with Ashton and, and, you know, of course, very physical, very, uh, 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 uh big, big battle here, uh, coming up and brewing and in, in over the last several months with him.
2: Yeah, it's, it's been great. I mean, it's, um, he's, he's been one of my closest friends throughout the entire thing. Um, like I said, whenever whenever I was kinda stuck out there with nowhere to work, he kinda took me in and, and helped me get going at the beginning. And we're very much of the same mindset uh, in terms of, of what we want to do out there and, and how to make it work. And we're both old school and that's that's why uh that's why it's been such a such a long ride and a long story. It's oh well, you know, just just like old school stuff. I mean, how long we're Rick Flair and Dusty Rhodes feuding, and how long were you know all those old school feuds going on? And it's it's very easy with a crowd like that, and you can you can kind of have some fun with it. But you know we've had a lot of really physical matches, uh, especially coming up on the twenty third, a dog collar match. I don't I don't think it gets much more yeah. physical than that. And uh, you know it's tough, but when you're when you're out there with someone you know is going to bring it, it's easy to uh, it's easy to bring it yourself and, and get through it.
1: Awesome, They're going to be a, a pretty brutal one here coming up on January twenty third down in West Newton, um, and, and and from from them you know, we talk about the very old school kind of nature with a uh, Renegade Wrestling Alliance, but Vicious Outcast Wrestling, um, some big news coming out there. Uh, they're definitely one that is, I feel so cliche in saying they're just more hardcore uh, for especially from some of the stuff I witnessed this past Saturday night at their at uh, their latest show. Um, yeah. But uh, they they're a little bigger with a uh, uh, production, you know, one of the you guys with a video screen in the area and just have a a good look and feel um, with a lot of stuff they have going on there Uh, you're actually going to be involved in their um, upcoming uh, school um, uh, making new uh, vicious outcast stars Um, I think it was stated on there I'm trying to find the flyer Uh, but so how how did you get involved with that and uh, what do people expect from um, you know uh, going to this training
2: uh, actually, it was. It wasn't really something I was. I was seeking out much. I mean, they. Um, they came to me. They said, you know, hey, we want to. We want to start a school. We want you to run it. You know, is it something you'd be interested in? And, and it was something I thought about. You know, for a little bit, bounced it off some guys. Because you know, I'm pretty young. Um, I'm. I'm pretty young. I'm pretty new into it. So, I don't exactly have the. Uh, the longest resume that you know your typical. You know, up and down the road for thirty years, brother trainer guy has. But, uh, you know, I, I had to jump on it. Uh, I've always liked teaching. Um, I think that's the best way to learn is by teaching other people how to do things. Uh, I've kind of always been that way, whether it was in ninth grade, my math teacher let me teach the class on Wednesdays or, you know, I'm a personal trainer. So I got into fitness and then I wanted to teach fitness to people. It's, it's the same thing. I've always been that way. And, uh, you know, I look forward to get the opportunity to kind of pass on to others what, uh, a lot of greats have have taken time to pass on to me, Uh, a lot of basics, a lot of, a lot of fundamentals. Um, and with the school, my biggest thing when they came to me, um, is is I wasn't going to take everybody. You know, if this was going to be a money grab where you're going to, you're just going to tell everyone that tries out, Hey, you're in, let's do it. I I didn't want to be a part of it because for me, I I don't want to put my name on somebody that's, not good you mm. know and and that was one thing i kind of learned from from sterling or uh or again i guess cory graves um for those people in san antonio that <laughs> might not might not know sterling um <laughs> you know he only trained about three people there were others that came and went but if you're going to put your name on someone you better be pretty sure about it i, I didn't want to we didn't want to have it any other way and they agreed and and we've been working on it since so
1: I think that's really interesting because it does seem like a lot of schools will take anybody that can put up the money and, and, and just let them phase out, fizzle out, whatever the case may be. Um, and we see that, we see that a lot. It seems like kind of the story, uh, uh, when we, you know, watch our WWE CM Punk documentaries or read the books or anything like that. It's like, yeah, I went to the class, uh uh me and this guy made it, and we just watched everybody and the big guys kind of fizzle out, puke their guts out and, and move on. Um what do you look for initially uh to see somebody that you think is gonna last through? Or is it just this intangible uh, uh it factor um that, that you'll know when you see it?
2: I mean there could be I mean those are you know, one in however many hundred thousand type guys. Um, it's hard to really get a a good feel for how someone can be until you really get into it really with with a tryout type process. All you really want to see is, is, uh, you know, what kind of shape someone's in, how seriously they're taking it. If they're coachable, if they're, if they can listen and take instruction and, and listen to what you're saying and duplicate it, um, or if they're going to just keep, you know, doing the same thing, making the same mistake over and over and over again. If they're doing that on basic stuff, then it's going to be a long, you know, eight, nine, 10, however many long months it takes to get them there. Um, so really just, you know, ability to be coached and, and just desire and and just taking it seriously, really. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, wh- what do you think, you know, we talked about, again, a little bit of, uh, you know, maybe not the, you know, 15 year old crazy veteran, uh it's been up down the road brother as you said um what do you think you bring to the table that that uh, you know aside from that philosophy that people can get from other schools uh in the area or outside the area
2: uh i mean it is is on uh i don't really know if there's much justification for it, but i just think i have a good head on my shoulders for it i mean i uh-huh. uh I've had a lot of experiences that you know a lot of people might know about a lot of people might not know about that have kind of kind of molded my thoughts towards wrestling and you know what I think should be in wrestling I mean obviously now there's so many different styles and so many different uh, I guess flavors you could call it but uh, you know my style might not be what everybody likes and what everybody wants to do but uh, you know I just have a lot of a lot of good thoughts on How to make things work, and then from there, if people want to learn, you know, crazier moves and and tie that in with what they learn, then I mean, that's certainly certainly something they could do. But for me, it's really just comes down to the mental part of it, Uh, and I think I have a I have a pretty good mind for that.
1: Yeah, from there, and then you just grow from that. I uh, exactly. I mean, I've heard the story of the guy that went went to a Paul London seminar and was mad he didn't learn how to make a moonsault off the top rope you know
2: yeah so yeah i and it's and it's funny but when i look back at it when i left training uh when i was done and they closed their school and kind of stopped running i really didn't know that that many moves you know like there Mm -hmm. were times where you know i'd go to pwx and someone's like oh like why don't you throw a drop kick there i'm like yeah sure i mean i've never done one but let's do it and it's like you you don't want to waste you can sit there and waste time learning move after move after move but if you don't know what to do with it, if you don't know where to put it, you know, within that, that roller coaster ride of a match, it doesn't mean a thing. Uh, and I think we've all probably seen examples of, of that happening. But, um, if you don't have the basics, then, you know, you can, you can do the prettiest moves in the world, but there's only so far you can take it. Awesome.
1: Uh, well, it, it, you're looking at this. Uh, you got to be a, a student of the game. What are you kind of paying attention to in pro wrestling? Is there anything you're watching on TV? Any indies? Any wrestlers in general that that are really kind of catching your attention these days?
2: I mean, I still watch. I stay current. You know, with with WWE, I watch Raw every week. I watch all the pay per views. I'll, I'll catch SmackDown here and there just to to see. I still like it. You know, I still like to sit back and and just watch it as a TV show and just kind of take it in. But at the same time too, just stay up on where the business is going and, and try to try to stay ahead of the curve. And if there's one thing that, well, there's, there's many things, but if there's one thing that uh, Roddy Piper taught me, is it was that always, always try to stay ahead and see where the business is going to be and, and get there before everybody else. Awesome.
1: Um, so, and this is kind of a, a question that we, we put out there and we get some really interesting answers and you can take this however you want. Uh, but, uh, what is the best and the worst thing about indie wrestling for you?
2: Uh, I would say for me, uh, and this is definitely something that happens at, at RWA more than most, I would say the best for me is when you have a thought, and I guess this is just wrestling in general, but when you have a thought in your mind about how something will be received by a crowd and then you get to that and it's, received exactly how you drew it up and exactly how you want it to be there's no better no better feeling in the world than that you know you put so much time and effort into possibly one one spot in a match that could have months of thought behind it and you finally get there uh and you nail it that's there's there's nothing better than that as far as the worst um and i don't know i mean this this could be a pittsburgh thing this could be a worldwide thing but just the drama, man, the, the politics and the everyone worrying about what everyone else is doing and, and trying to trying to bring other people down. It's just, man, it's, it can, it can make you hate it. And, it, and it's made me hate it a few times. And that's why I've probably had a few shares of, of five to six months to a year hiatuses. Um, it, it just burns you up, man. It's, it's weird. Cause when you go to I've had the opportunity to do some do some things with WWE and everyone's just so supportive of each other and it's like this cutthroat like competitive environment at these tryouts and these and these things like that and everyone's on the apron cheering for each other and and helping each other out and then you you get to something that's like so, you know, not meaningless but just so much less important than that and people are just like acting like every night's WrestleMania and it's like the biggest thing in their life just worrying so much about what everybody else is doing and and, you know backstabbing and trying to bring people down it's just it can get to you
1: certainly certainly well you got some stuff coming up here of course renegade wrestling alliance as we mentioned January 23rd you got the big match against uh, uh Ashton Amherst dog collar match well, that was a fan selected uh, uh, match, right? Uh,
2: it was um, it, it was. We had a lot of choices. that was definitely definitely one of the ones we were hoping for and uh, uh, unfortunately, we couldn't fulfill one one fan's request of an exploding cage match, <laughs> but uh, we are able to uh, do a dog collar match and I'm excited about it.:
1: That's awesome. that's awesome Well, maybe maybe in 2017 we can have the exploding cage match um, yeah uh, and the final show at west newton gymnasium <laughs> <laughs> yeah blow it up there you go i'll be i'd be i'd be up for filming that one
2: um
1: um and of course uh uh in the next month with vicious outcast wrestling i know you got a match with uh uh alexander james grudge match i saw the turn here this past saturday night with uh VOW
2: yeah, it's gonna be a big day. Uh, that's actually the, the same day we are we're starting the the first day of the school. Nice. Uh, Abyss is coming in that night he's he's uh, taking on Jack Pollock. He's coming in for a little seminar that afternoon. so it'll be a lot of uh, a lot of learning being done that day and then uh, I'm excited to work with Alexander James. had a couple run-ins with him in the past. Uh, actually. He reminded me, I kind of forgot about it, but we both, uh, did some extra work for WWE on the same show in Maryland. Uh, I met him then and then, uh, you know, just getting a chance to work with him now is going to be, going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, just a lot of stuff, just constantly building at VOW. They work hard, uh, just to try to, try to keep it going, try to get as good as they can. Obviously that's evident in the, the purchasing of a, a giant movie theater and, uh, kind of decking it out with their setup looks pretty cool in there it's a different feel different Mm -hmm. atmosphere than a a gym or uh you know convention centers or i guess any other type of building with the the movie theater vibe
1: it is pretty awesome to get a giant tub of force awakens bucket popcorn uh a wrestling show i gotta (laughs) say that everywhere no you don't you absolutely don't uh, so that's awesome I, I tell you a VOW I go to as a fan in the crowd as one of the few in the area I get a chance to do that with and of course you know with RW and IWC being involved uh, and it's always a blast uh, every time we head down for that so uh, let people know anything else coming up and where can people find uh, more of you online
2: uh, you know, a couple of different things I'm on Twitter uh, at Ryan Rain Facebook uh, facebook.com slash Ryan Rain forever uh, also have some stuff on YouTube also at Ryan Rain Forever. Uh, but it's a big month. It's an exciting time for me just getting back into it a few months ago. The big dog, dog collar match at uh, I believe the seventh anniversary show for RWA and uh, then getting the school rolling in, in February and just building on it from then. Have I A lot of exciting things I'd, I'd like, to, uh, like to have happen this year and I'm, I'm kind of working on them behind the scenes and hoping they all Come together, which I think every wrestler always says they're working on stuff behind the scenes. But I actually, I actually am. So hopefully it happens.
1: <laughs> he's the different one, you know. Well, it sounds like you got some big yeah. stuff rolling here for the beginning of 2016. Good luck for it. I hope you have a a, a, a good story to tell us at the end of 2016. And we bring it back for the Christmas episode or something.
2: All right. Yeah, that would be great.
1: So go check it out. This guy knows what he's talking about, and you gotta you gotta live up to his expectations if you want to learn wrestling at the vow school uh so go find out some more information for that and uh we're going to go take a look at what uh heck sawtooth willies up this week and uh we're going to talk a little bit more about indie wrestling when we come back do you smell tuna <laughs> why yes i do let me tell you all about my bed. that's actually going to be one of your uh one of your duties down here is uh uh oiling up my beard see that's how i keep the cats friendly with me otherwise they're gonna reach in your mouth and take your teeth i like my teeth well then you better invest in tuna oil right away where do you buy tuna oil bye we're back check out that little bit from sawtooth willie check out look up sawtooth willie on the youtube on the facebook you can get all the videos all the past videos and uh, about 40 episodes, I think it is now. And uh, find out more about Penny Avocado. Yeah, that's a name. So let's talk about some more indie wrestling. I, hey, okay, so last week, Eamon, I know we had our discussion. And we told everybody uh, in indie wrestling how to fix themselves in 2016, right? Right? And they, yeah. they're completely going to listen to us, right? Because we're Cause the guys... that you said,
0: we're experts. We're the
1: experts. I mean... Obviously, we're so in depth into indie wrestling
0: <laughs>
1: that we're the guys you should talk to. Um, Absolutely, of course, of course. By just, but no, I did. I, I did make kind of a resolution for myself, right? I was I was going to watch a little bit more uh, wrestling, indie, Japanese, like just outside the box stuff that we usually don't get around to, right? Um, mm-hmm. So I did watch, and I had the notification, and I did. I watched a couple of things like today. I count this. I watched Brock Lesnar versus Nakamura from, uh, Matt Carlin's, uh, wrestling mayhem com column today. That works. It was about a seven, eight minute match. I stuck it in there. I'm like, that works. That's okay. But I also <laughs> was watching a lot of Royal Rumble 2008 and reliving some moments cause I was there. Um, so, but I did watch the majority of an episode of reality of wrestling, um, on their, on their YouTube, this Booker T's fed. We've talked to like three people. Um, uh, including, I can't pronounce last week's guest. Uh, Hi, Jan. Hi, Yan. Thanks for being David. Thank, you. Thank you. It is unfortunate. I don't know about that branding. Uh, but she was a sweet girl. It Was a great interview last week with her. Um, but and she even made an appearance on the episode that I was I was uh, checking out. And uh, I, I like it. I think it's a, a very slick production. Um, unfortunately, I'm I'm looking at things and I'm eyeballing the things where the corners were cut because indie wrestling and and you just like oh. This oh, was really yeah. great. They do a great job. And I think this is what you need to do in the wrestling for production because you're not going to afford the big, high glossy, holy crap stuff. You're you're very yeah. much, you know, kind of you know, duct taping things together. Not Not to that extent, but, you know. So I think there's a lot of stuff they do very well. And I think there's a lot of stuff that the slick stuff covers up. Like I know some yep. very interesting cutaways to kind of highlight packages in the middle of introductions, you know. I don't know. Like it feels like that's a place where like 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 an entrance video would play, I guess, on the screen, and that's kind of the concept they're going with. Um, mm-hmm. Like so, some of it kind of throws me off a little bit. Uh, in, 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 but uh, generally, I think it's a very nice, slick package. I think it's mostly watchable, and 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 a little hard to get into. And I think that's the biggest issue I have with a lot of indie wrestling. And we talked about a little bit of like, you need to kind of stick out a little bit, but you also need to make me give a crap first off. Right. Um, I think there's a lot of, and I I know some indie shows that have TV, like kind of just chop up a show and time it outright and throw some promos in there. And it's not a cohesive thing. Um, I'm not saying that's what reality of wrestling is doing, but I think a lot do. Um, whereas when uh, we did we did the work on on prime wrestling, things were scheduled. Like when you went to a TV taping, it was kind of like how Ring of Honor. Like this is the next another episode. We're going to do the intro again. Like that's how prime wrestling worked. And I saw I saw the the sheets and I saw the timing. And I've heard the complaining over people not meeting their times on a show, you know. Um, And there was a lot of this, you know, even though there were like a lot of discussion, make sure you get the shot. There's production meetings, which is like the only time that's happened in wrestling for me for the most part. Um, You know, there was a very TV minded thing going on there. And I think if you're going to go TV, if you're going to have a regular show like that, um, YouTube, I think you can get away with it. Because YouTube, you can throw up a match and say, here's our match of the week, you know, and it can be whatever. Mm -hmm you know, or, or something like Jakarta does where they do clips mostly. Um, but, uh, no, I think that's a consideration and, and I, I think it's worth checking out and to see some names that maybe pop up. I think I don't, I don't feel like, uh, you know, much like we talked with uh, Ryan here uh, a few minutes ago, um, how they're kind of selecting people. Like he's being more selective, just like, you know, the, uh, SJK was back in the day and everything. Um, I feel like if, Booker T's group is putting people on TV, they probably feel pretty good about their potential. You'd imagine. Yeah. I mean, the connection's there. So... Yeah, exactly. I, I, I think that's a consideration. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Do you watch a lot of kind of indie on TV or indie online uh, kind of things where it is a kind of packaged presentation? Uh, do you think a lot of them kind of pull it off, or a lot of them are just kind of missing something?
0: Um, I, I try as much as I can. Um, I, I definitely agree with you in the sense of like the whole... Um, investment side of things um personally for me i think it's also from a point of view of like like texas wise like without a doubt if you consider like all the promotions in texas reality wrestling has the best production (laughs) like from you know you know i think i mentioned to you before like some of the companies that don't even have you know you know levels of production um i think that yeah I, i i think that their vision is very clear what they want to do. I think they are kind of not really making, you know, trying to be the WWE, but almost like, like a mock WWE in a sense to maybe prepare some of his students for, you know, when they go on to bigger and better things. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that is, is really, you know, well done. There's also, um, they don't, I don't believe they have TV, but, uh, I know, uh, uh, Wildcat out of uh, the Louisiana area does a lot of like that kind of like higher level ish production. Like it still looks like, like, like they were, their shows are very much still indie shows, but it's, you know, a lot of backstage promo stuff, a lot of kind of stuff like that to sort of lead the, um, lead their show. And I, and I think that, um, that's, that's important. Uh, I think there's people like me and you where you, We see stuff like that and they say, oh, wow, there's somebody that's actually kind of doing, you know, something that looks a bit sleeker, you know, Um, as opposed to like, you know, uh, what you traditionally think of when you think of indie wrestling. Um, So I think that's usually if you can, if you have that kind of production value, it's usually something that could get people in the door when it comes to watching your product if they see something and say, oh, wow, this looks, you know, professional. I think people take that into account a lot of the time. Um, and, and yeah, I, but I do agree. I think like a you know level of investment, like kind of also has to play into, into a factor.
1: Mm-hmm. Certainly. And there's a, there's a lot of not knowing what you don't know. You know, I, I mm-hmm. it, there's a lot of, I've heard about very prominent feds who very explicitly do not pay their video people anything.
0: Mm.
1: And I get, and I know I'm one-sided because I'm a production person and, and, and of a professional level. I hope I come off that way. I mean, I, I, it's, yeah. it's how I pay the bills. It, it, it is how I pay the bills is, is video. Okay. Yeah. Video, social media, podcasting. I get paid for podcasting. Not this one. No. Um, but <laughs> so I think I have something to say about it. But I don't think your video person isn't looking to go anywhere. Right. So you can't get away as much unless you're just completely taking advantage of a mark. In this case, you can't take advantage and say, "Well, you're part of wrestling now, and, and maybe you'll go somewhere with this." You know, unless it's some kid that needs to make a demo reel. But then you get what you pay for, right? And you can't get yeah. pissed when they miss the spot and or don't get something, right? Um, and they also don't know how to put a show together, and and it turns into amateur hour. And like, I am looking at some other groups and, and, you know, not just Pittsburgh or anything like this all around when we're looking at indies and I look at a show and I'm like, wow, that's not like, like, they don't know that they're missing a part that makes it interesting to other people other than just the wrestling in the ring. You know, it's not just hitting record and capturing the action. It's actually presenting the action in the ring, conveying, the action in the ring. I've been trying to figure out the puzzle that is trying to make sure the energy that, that happens in West Newton gymnasium that happens at the core time sports center gets conveyed in audio on our DVDs. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm not a sound engineer by, much trade or anything like that i don't want to use as an excuse but but you know it's i'm figuring it out right and i also don't have thousands of dollars of equipment to be able to throw at the problem um i'm figuring it out with what i got and uh and, and that's been a puzzle and and that puzzle changes from show to show as stuff breaks as stuff you know changes as configurations change as one thing or another changes um and again i think that's something a lot of people aren't thinking about you know, you barely hear the crowd, and they're going wild for AJ Styles coming in to take on Matt Seidel, You know, right. and, at your fed and uh, I, I will say, Pro Wrestling Syndicate. You know, and then I'm not saying they do this. I honestly don't know what their video looks like. I'm not saying they do, they would do this. I think I, I think that guy's smarter about that. Uh, from the interview I heard on another wrestling podcast. That's the name of the show. Another wrestling podcast. Um, um pat buck interview if you're looking for that but uh but you know they got this crazy stuff they got a big show they got a big name in there and then they just have the announcer blasting over the, any of the audio and uh and you don't really hear the cheers you don't really hear the chants. you don't really hear the fun stuff you don't really hear the interactions you know I, and that's a sound mixing issue and uh and and i think that's 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 a big that's a big puzzle to it so i don't know. That's yeah my, that's my production rant for this week sir <laughs> no you got a big show coming up inspire pro wrestling is always a big show for you uh but what, what do you guys got coming up this time
0: uh well we got our, our season opener uh, uh so to speak our, <laughs> our first start to 2016
1: see see uh, wwe you, can't figure it out but you figured out seasons you figured out time off and off season right you let the ladies and you let the the Great Depressions and you let the uh the Delilah Dooms take a month off for the holidays, rest up, get new outfits for, from Santa Claus for Christmas, apparently, according to <laughs> Delilah Dooms Instagram, and they're back. Right? I mean that's the, that's better. a philosophy, and that's what makes Inspire Pro Wrestling different than everybody else on the planet.
0: That's true. We we think that that's all intentional. Huh? That and Art. they got you. <laughs>
1: that and they got you. Um,
0: but yeah, uh, yeah, no, we're excited <laughs> to be back and, and yeah, it's a, it's, it was a pretty bad a little over a month and a half break, but it's good to be back. It's good to be doing stuff again. And yeah, our, our next event is this Sunday, January 17th, back in the Marquesa Hall and fear in Austin, Texas for ecstasy of gold three. Uh, this is the first time we get to put a three at the end of our shows, which is exciting. Uh, we got a lot of great stuff on that show. Uh, some cool matches we're presenting. Uh, uh, the main event being uh, Scott Summers taking on uh, the both the Inspire Pro Wrestling debut and the te- Texas Wrestling debut of uh, Eddie Kingston of Chikara fame. Uh, you know more than just that; just so many other promotions on the East Coast. Um, uh, I mean his reputation precedes itself on the Indies, and and yeah, it's um it's going to be a fun one. There's a lot of great stuff we have going. Our guest from last week, Hayan. Uh, We'll be challenging the title title, against another friend of the show, Jessica James. Uh, we got a lot of, like I said, a lot of really fun stuff on that show. Um, And, uh, yeah, that's going to be this Sunday, January 17th, back in the Marquesa Hall and Theater uh, in Austin, Texas. Tickets are at InspireProResity.com. Front is already sold out, but you can still get general admission uh, for that event. And you can also uh, pick up your tickets for the next event after that, which is February 28th, which is our Faces of Vengeance uh, event. And we already announced one match for that, uh, which is a uh, friend of the show, Cherry Ramones, uh, uh, taking on uh, viral sensation, so to speak, uh, Joey Ryan making oh, his return to Inspire man. Pro Wrestling. So uh, you get to see the, the, the King of Dawn style make his uh, his long way of return to Inspire Pro. So I'm very excited to have Joey Ryan back. I, gotta, uh, I, yeah,
1: gotta, should, I, I got, got a follow. question for you. When you have Joey Ryan, I mean, with everything going on with Joey Ryan, one, one. Is there have to be a plug for u porn? Do you have to do it? You,
0: I believe I believe uh, he has a. I believe the move that made him famous is now called the the u porn lock. If I'm not mistaken, I believe that's the official name. for So it. that's
1: what you need to call whenever the the move happens.
0: Yeah. So if anyone gets mad at me, it's the name of the move. It's not my fault.
1: Well, and just like. <laughs> is it you porn or Pornhub? i can't remember you porn right i believe it's you porn okay yeah. l- listen you're the man that's supposed to do the research on this you're the you're the voice you're the one that has <laughs> to print. like you like i would be embarrassing if you're like uh pornhub.com uh, uh dong style uh and and then all of a sudden you just i i, I don't even know would you have to overdub that at that point or or what? or, Probably, or would, yeah. would, would, would you,
0: I, I'll have to do very extensive research, like like yeah, I always yeah. you know, do. Make, sure no uh, make sure
1: there's no riders. there's no in their contract that it, that 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 it messes up and it has to be, um, you know, euporn um, dot com presents ecstasy of gold four next year. You know, I mean, you don't. I mean, you, you want to make sure. I was, uh, I mean, uh, hey, I mean, not that'd be a problem. Like, I mean, I just it none of anything wrong with that. Well,
0: I mean, we love a good sponsor. I mean, let's you know, <laughs> let's get that porn money. Let's
1: get that, <laughs> that porn money. Now, listen, uPorn. I am not opposed to UPorn.com presents the Indie Mayhem Show. I am saying I was going to say
0: some of the Mayhem Show sponsors in the past. It, it, I don't well, they were more fun.
1: affiliates. Nobody really gave us money. We just talked about fake vaginas and hoped somebody would <laughs> buy them. Um, so, I mean, affiliate marketing is something different. I do not recommend. It affiliate market (laughs) as as you like really know that like everybody's going to buy a thing you know so there's that um but what indie wrestling is happening and and presented by you poor (laughs) doctor so i keep i keep making you ryan rain i'm sorry I i hit the wrong button um but anyways (laughs) InspireProWrestling.com. <laughs> yes. <laughs> InspireProWrestling.com. UPorn.com. Why, why do when I, why when I type in InspireProWrestling.com, porn comes up? What is happening in my browser right now? <laughs> and why is Joey Ryan on this as well? Well, uh, you know. Well, it happens. Yeah, you know. Wink. Um, <laughs> see, I did that for audio as well. <laughs> So there's a great column happens over at Indie It is around the Indies. I got to call out. There's a lot of action. Well, so I brought my social media team with me. Um, we go. We like to go hang out. It, 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 uh, VOWs uh, good friends because we you know we do carry their stuff over at uh, uh, Indie Wrestling US. Um, they contribute some great guests uh, to this show and uh, helping us hook up with that and also. Um. Can I just say the people on the show are effing insane, and we brought <laughs> we brought around we brought along the ladies that love the pro wrestling, and they love taking the shots at the at the pro wrestling, including this uh, facade taking uh, Connor Claxton, um, the guy with the big wrench, is his, is his brand by the way, very good at that. <laughs> I love his t shirt. We we're actually thinking we getting his t shirt, which is like walk tall and carry a big wrench. I think, um, uh, for like her, her my father in law. Uh, but yeah, you didn't catch there, that clip was uh, 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 that guy going through a plate, a plate of uh, I'm sorry, a, a, a pane of glass in there. And our IDT friend uh, went up to the ring and, and to check on it. He said, yes, that's real glass. Um, so that was interesting. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, VOW, I, I think, put together a, a fun show. Like I said, the space is a lot different. Um, uh, very interesting. It's, it, it's, it, it's a movie theater. Right. And uh, they took out all the seats and the inclines there. And I looked at, and I'm just like, mm. it's like you shoved the set into that the you know the tightest part of the room right where where the ceiling and the yeah. floor you know it looked like it was it was a stadium scene it was when the there's just seats down down an aisle you know and it, it which is perfect mm. for the entrance and and they're set with their big screen and everything just kinda kind of kind of i know it's like it's adjusted or whatever, but it feels like they just wedged it into that space perfectly, right um and and it's really cool and and again it's a movie theater it's got a, it's a different feel it's not a gymnasium it's not a-, a skating rink right um and, 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 something and different. It, it's something different it's something interesting and if e o w is nothing else, they are different and interesting and uh <laughs> and, and i think legitimately are bringing things that are a different feel a different vibe than i think anybody else is the, is in the area. I don't think VOW is a threat to other groups in the area. I think VOW is an alternative to different groups in the area. I see different faces there than I see anywhere else. I I honestly don't think, and I and I can't say this for anybody else. But you know, I, as you guys know, I'm I'm personally involved uh, uh, to some extent looking at VOW RWA, IWC. and I when when I hear things through the grapevine of people saying, I'm not saying like anybody in particular is saying this, um um. Of, of well we well, can't do this because uh, them down the road are competition and th- if they do this then this kind of throws us away dude you're not competing with anything and again because i'm the because remember we're indie wrestling experts on this show
0: <laughs> wink
1: um you know I, I I don't see crossover you know I, I I don't see you know that front row going insane at the one show doing it for the same people if they happen to be on another show. That doesn't cross over. Right. I think more, yeah, there's fans of the wrestlers, but I think there's fans of the brands more. And I, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm making that argument for them, but um, you know, I don't think they're taking away. I don't think if one disappeared, they're just going to shuffle over this group. I think if one disappeared, they don't go to wrestling anymore. Is mm-hmm. is the thing, um, you know? Just like, well, you know, there's no wrestling on Monday night. You know, I'm not going to go to Tuesday and find and find Luch Underground or whatever the case may be. I don't watch wrestling anymore, right? Um, yeah. that's my feeling on the kind of area Pittsburgh area thing as far as this goes. Because ever, again, everybody's doing something different in a different vein, in a different vibe, in a different style, and for the most part, with different gods. And I think there's 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 Maybe room for everybody in a certain point to thrive. And even talking about on the same night, how many times this happened? And I think it's going to, I honestly think it's going to happen again here in another week and a half. I think once again, you're going to have two shows running down the road from each other, about 15 minutes away from each other, um, that I'll have video teams at both of them. Um, and I think they're still going to break personal records for each group for January in those, in those buildings. Yeah, just like they did in august was it i think that they both did and what i think they both did august records for for their buildings for the respective months um it was, an, it was an increase over the year before right hmm. um i i just i just think both groups are running on full cylinder rwa and iwc i'm talking about i think both are going to benefit I think I'm gonna have two really awesome shows to edit uh, when it comes uh, uh, after next Saturday, and 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 that's a really cool thing, you know. Uh, your thoughts?
0: <laughs> so definitely, I, yeah. And, and I think that's the way. Like, I, I think that's exactly the way I look at that. That kind of a thing, you know. You have to jut. It's 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 easy to say, you know, so and so is going to be competition or whatever. Like, I think. To actually look at it from that perspective and, and look at your audience, that, that's, a, that's extremely important.
1: Mm-hmm. Going through the column here, uh, I, I got a couple of highlights for me at least. Space Monkey has made another. Experience. I was going to say, I'm, I'm dead set on
0: seeing, i hear about more Space Monkey.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, UPWROC on the Twitters is the group uh, up in Rochester, New York. Uh, if you have not seen a Space Monkey and you see a Space Monkey on the card, Go pay a ticket to go see that space monkey. Right? Yeah, yeah I mean some space monkey. I think that's good advice. Get some space monkey. Uh some other stuff going around. Um Dylan Bosick making the rounds out there, of course. Dylan Bosic is everywhere these days, along with Raylan. Um the are they can we say the cutest couple in indie wrestling right now? Oh, there's competition though, isn't there? Because <laughs> isn't isn't Maria and Bennett you know what? No, no, I'll I'll go. These guys win. Friends of the show. I want to point them over. <laughs> not, no no nothing related to the fact that Raylan's going to join us at the end of February. Uh, <laughs> I might not be buttering her up for an interview when she comes in. Um, <laughs> on in I don't know how she'll be joining us just yet. We're working on those details. Um, let's see, Cole Cabana out in Des Moines. There was something with AJ Styles doing something ridiculous. Um,
0: uh, from I believe it's from the Wrestle America event in Barnesville, Georgia uh georgia obviously home of aj uh, aj styles aj team with Doc gallows to reunite the bullet club uh defeating uh jimmy rave and sour naro uh so uh yeah seemed like some, some cool stuff there um yeah definitely a lot of like uh, companies i've there's some i've heard about on here but there's also a couple that i haven't so it's, it's cool to see a bunch of different people doing stuff you know
1: it's awesome. Anything else that's kind of sticking out for you, uh, from the weekend in wrestling? A lot of good stuff. A lot of great visuals. A lot of new names I haven't maybe heard of. Um, oh, Ashley Six. I, uh, Ashley Six. If you see that name mm-hmm. on the card, he's a, a really cool dude. Really good story. Uh, go go check him out too. He's another guy we should uh, talk to here. Um, but uh, I know we've had him on IWC a couple of times, and he was really good. To, uh, part of that card. So, all right, guys. That's all the indie wrestling that's fit to talk about. Thank you so much, Ryan Rain. Check them out. Vicious Outcast Wrestling and Renegade Wrestling Alliance. And of course, check out inspireprowrestling.com for information on that event that we were discussing here. XCF Gold Three. The gold runs Cold. Really? Who is naming this stuff? Jeez. <laughs> we got a
0: crack team of people. Holy crap. Uh, I cannot uh, You you're. you're you need ge- to see our, you,
1: you need to see the graphic for our February
0: show that we posted. Oh jeez. Oh,
1: I mean, I mean I mean, I love Chikara's titles, but like sometimes they just seem off the beaten path, you know. Which, which is perfect for Chikara. But what was it? The, the tagcade you have? Mm-hmm. and sea of Gold. Where's your other event listing here? I, I this is just freaking insane. I, 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 you guys, like this 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 brand is. We're, we're, I think anybody
0: just taking a quick look at like our graphics and things like that can realize how big of a nerd. big big nerds we are at Inspire Pro.
1: (laughs) The geeks have taken over indie wrestling, and they live and thrive in Austin, Texas at InspireProWrestling.com. I have a lot of statements for you. You can use any of these for testimonials, by the way, on the website. Definitely, definitely. Copyright 2016, Sorgatron Media Incorporated. Um, shoot. Uh, so uh, thank you so much. Check out everything, WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Follow our show, subscribe, and check out IndieWrestling.us. Uh, see you guys next time. And please, in the meantime, support Indie Wrestling. Show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at SorgatronMedia. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh?
2: Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino.